Welcome to the sixth episode of Lockdown Diaries. I'm your host Ramit, and I'm joined by my fellow teammate Trinkot. We have spoken about a range of topics in these last few weeks. We thank those who are fighting and protecting us from the virus. In our previous episode, we had a talk with Chantan, where we discussed the situation from the medical angle. In this episode, we would like to thank the aviation sector for being out there till the last day before the lockdown and carrying out their duties. On that note, we have with us two guests, both members of the cabin crew, to tell their stories. Please welcome Priyadarshini and Shreya. Hi. It's so good to be here. This is Shreya. Thank you for having me. Hello, this is Priyadarshini. It's a pleasure being here. Welcome to the uh, to the episode, all of you guys. Thank you for coming on the show. Shreya, we're going to start with the questions. Uh, you want to start first? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I would like to thank all, all of you girls for joining us in this special episode. And first of all, I would like to start by asking, how are you all doing? Uh, Priyadarshini, we will start with you. Oh, how am I doing in this lockdown? Terribly, mane. It's terrible. You know, right now, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay, so Shreya, how are you going? Yeah? Uh, we, we are doing good. Thank yeah, I think bittersweet is a good word to use because uh, actually I'm getting time for myself. Like, uh, you know, I've started to do these creative things. I'm painting bottles and doing all that. But uh, yeah, I wow. miss flying. Okay. I miss going to work. Sometimes it gets uh, very boring. I won't lie. But at least we are privileged enough to, you know, sit under the AC and, you know, have food. And yeah. there are people who don't even have a shed to live under. So at least we are That's privileged okay. like that. Yeah. So I haven't gone back home. Like I could not because uh, even on twenty fourth I operated a flight. So after that, uh, because uh, till uh, they gave us a deadline till twelve or something. So we needed to bring back uh, you know our fellow crew members who are stuck in different cities. And then you know there were a lot of passengers also. Hence I could not go back home. But uh, it's okay. I'm here with my roommates. We are managing things. So we could come back to our homes because of people like you. Because you'll work till the last second. That's like amazing. Seriously. Thank you so much. Yeah, means a lot. I'd like, just like to add one thing, you know. Like there are a lot of friends in some societies. Even in our societies also, you are questioned. Like, oh, you guys are air hostess. Do you guys go through coronavirus check? Blah, blah. We will not let you, anybody enter your house. You can't go out of your house. There are many uh, crew who are stuck in their homes. You know, there's no water, nothing. Our, you know, our company, our managers, they are uh, delivering food and water to their houses because they are not allowed to go out. They're not allowed, uh, you know, to bring anything from outside because people think we cabin crew will get them infected. It's huge that you guys are not only like moving passengers but you're also like helping out your fellow co-workers from one place to the other yeah I, because at the end of the day in aviation you become a family so in uh, you know tough times you have to help each other out yeah that's true so mo- let's move on to the first question we have for you guys 
so uh what i would like to know like what was the atmosphere before the lockdown was implemented nationwide did you guys anticipate it from your ends and how was the situation at the airports flights and everything else so like i guess we could anticipate it a week before or so but uh, we've been notified about this coronavirus issue way back so we had no idea that this will grow into what it is now but um, yeah we anticipated it like a week before because airports were on like it was empty empty the flights had a very little load so we knew something was coming up that's from my side yeah i think uh, she pretty much said what i had to say that was exactly the situation you know i operated flights are uh, like the capacity of our flight is around 186 and then i have operated flights with only 20 22 passengers so the scene was sad so we un- you know it was the calm before the storm we understood that you know something big was coming up and we took precautions we are wearing masks we are wearing uh, the gloves and everything but you know when you're working you don't realize you end up touching your face somehow and uh, you know you go so close to the people you give them food and all so yeah that was definitely difficult and uh, yeah we, that's true yeah yeah we understood that you know it was like something big would come up but we never uh, anticipated that it would turn into a pandemic at this scale you know like uh, for a month everything getting shut down like obviously none of us i think uh, thought it would go that bad yeah that's completely understandable like were you guys aware of any decisions taken by other airlines like both of you guys are from different airlines right so were you guys aware of any decisions by other airlines did you guys did you guys all come together to deal with the situation yeah so what happens is um, when you know something like this happens uh, so there is this governing body called DGCA Directorate General of Civil Aviation so there whatever decision they take it's like the final and it's unanimous so whatever decision they took so whenever they told us that we'll be shutting down flights so you'll have to agree and every airline operating inside india has to agree to that so yes we were definitely together in this uh, but yeah that's it that's about it i guess it's we were all together in this we were all struggling and it was a very tough time but yes we were together in this how do you how did you girls deal with this situation when you know there was there so many passengers who were panicking all the time trying to return back to their homes so from your perspective how were you dealing with that so that's what i wanted to ask i will go with shreya what do you say this is very uh, like normal and natural that they were scared even we were and uh, but we were trained to you know remain calm and patient in times like this this is what we were actually trained for so i think uh, we we dealt with it how we had to means uh and and passengers were nice like uh, they also wanted to go back home and they also understood the work that we are doing and they were very cooperative and, uh, you know everybody was uh, wearing masks i think everybody is aware now yeah there were a few people mm-hmm. you know whom we had to be a little more strict with we not strict we had to be a little more firm and stern with but yeah i think uh, we are pretty well equipped and pretty well uh, trained to deal with situations like this it 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 was a bit hectic and uh, you know chaotic but at the end of the day uh, we managed it some priyadarshini what do you say did you find any panicky passengers yeah so panicking more than usual to 
yeah panicked customers i guess one is panicky and another is disruptive who get like disruptive in panic yeah so uh, fortunately enough i did not come around with any discuss, uh, disruptive customers but yeah i did come across a few panic customers so i remember this very funny story this was back in i guess late february or early march okay so operating this flight so we knew about the situation but coronavirus for this covid thing it was not that big an issue there so there was this customer on the middle seat and there was another customer sitting right next to him who had the facial features of a chinese man i'm sure you understand what i mean by that so yeah so oh right God. after takeoff you can you can understand where this is headed i see so many red flags in the story <laughs> okay so what happened next yeah so like uh, what happened is right after takeoff this customer who was sitting on the middle seat he came back to the galley and i was the galley in charge that day so he came back to the galley and he's like no i'm not going to sit on my seat i was like sir what's wrong what happened so he's like no there's this chinese customer sitting right next to me so i'm not going to sit back so uh, we had a very full flight that day i could not offer him any other seats so we were talking we were standing there so we ignored him for most of the flight so just stand there if you're fine doing that but then uh, after a few minutes uh, turbulence started so for safety purposes we had to ask him to get back to his seat and he was not ready to do that even then he was like no i'm not going to sit beside this chinese man i'm not going to sit so we were like okay let us see what we can do for you we spoke and uh, we went and we spoke to this supposedly chinese man so basically he was a nepali person and he was there on meetings and he was such a sweetheart he didn't know and un- he didn't understand our language he was trying to communicate something in his language but he wrote nepali not chinese and that that's what so sad <laughs> yes, it is very sad it's very tragic you told us customer sir he is not chinese he is nepali and he is just as helpless as you are so please consider and he was very embarrassed after that he apologized so many times that i'm really sorry for my behavior i should not have generalized i should not have judged so that was a very funny incident we were laughing so hard about this throughout the flight so before all this you know before he apologized he was just standing throughout the flight yes he was standing in the galley he would not come into the cabin damn exactly you know situations <laughs> like this make us think that you know racism is such deep rooted in a country because i i belong yeah, from okay. the northeast mm-hmm. like not proper northeast but okay. yeah near to that so yeah i've seen this a lot yeah that's very I see, true okay. yeah you So I mean very like, common music you know that in our aviation yeah. industry there's a lot of northeastern people and mm-hmm. all have the resembling facial features and everybody was scared of them they were like i won't take food from from this crew i won't take water from this crew and it was it was very disturbing at a point of time yeah that's very that's very pathetic yeah it's yeah. so alarming and mm-hmm. it's so it's wrong the racism is so deep rooted man seriously it's more about the lack of knowledge than racism i think in my opinion yeah true so mo- let's move on to the next question like uh like this question is definitely for you guys how was what was the precautionary measures did you take for yourselves were there any extra safety measures for to keep the plane clean safe and whatever 
which was specifically done for you guys itself i know you guys do it for the passengers but what was done for you yeah like in every pit stop like uh, this uh, they were spraying disinfectant in the cockpit in the galley in the seats everywhere so they gave us a form and like after they did it we had to sign it and we had to make sure that everything is disinfected so that was the precaution taken okay yes, and, uh, and in our airline uh, that was yeah that was also the precaution taken in our cabin as well but even for us we had been we were given masks in our reporting center then we had a separate cart uplifted just consisting of masks disinfectants uh, hand sanitizers gloves so i guess that really helped us that helped us keep ourselves safe and you know in this pandemic they even kept a bottle of big sanitizer in the lavatory you know whenever like we felt like we could go and just use it so those things came in handy that's good to hear uh shrikant will you ask the next question this one is for our listeners out there so i hope you won't mind explaining to our listeners that how stressful your life is as a cabin crew member i mean not just keeping this pandemic outbreak as situation but as a whole how tough is it for you on a daily to on a daily basis how stressful it is okay i think you should have asked me this question like at the beginning of everything i could have spoken about this for hours and not stopped <laughs> even for a second this is like a big issue <laughs> 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 so okay. yeah, this is what we want yeah, to say like, about yes yeah, seriously <laughs> ask us this more yes. we need to answer this yeah, i like i know that a lot of people don't like uh, they disregard the stress that you guys go through on a regular basis <laughs> that's specifically why we wanted to keep this question in this podcast <laughs> it's a very very important question especially because of our schedule we are mostly so sleep deprived you know we do get a suitable rest period we do get yeah Absolutely. rest periods like uh, minimum uh, 12 hours rest before our next flight but you know if you're landing at uh, say 8 in the morning or 9 in the morning you cannot you just cannot come back and sleep at go to sleep at 10 and then expect to sleep till 6 and then you have a reporting again in the night so it's very stressful your body clock it uh, like it ruins you it, it fucks up so firstly that's a thing some day you'll have to wake up at 3 in the night some day you'll have to wake up at 11 in the night some days are normal days you'll have to wake up at 10 or 11 so there yeah. is no schedule that that's very pressing and uh, secondly i think it's uh, also about the mentality of like i'm sorry if i'm generalizing but i have generally seen this uh, it's a more pressing pressing issue in india uh, the indian customers they generally think us to be very decorated uh, waitresses we are not there to serve you tea coffee we are not we are there to ta- look after uh, the safety and security issues in the aircraft tea coffee is like a ad hoc you can save that we are doing to you know entertain you more in the flight but you cannot treat us bad you cannot treat us like that i i'm sure shreya would agree to this what do you think about it yes absolutely yeah like you know there are a few sectors you know where i want uh, like uh, there was this passenger like to say like uh, not me my fellow crew she forgot to give him water and he created such a big scene out of it i will sue you 
this and that and he kept on shouting shouting then i went down on my knees literally i went down on my haunches that's his position that you have to go down now like sir tell me what is the matter i gave him a bottle of water i was smiling through and through and i was so calm and i don't know where all the patients came from because i realized that even if he is stooping to that level i cannot because i'm wearing this uniform i have to maintain a certain decorum like so i cannot stoop to that level i cannot shout back yeah so i kept my calm and i explained the situation to him that you know you see there's just four of us and there is 186 of you and the flying time is just around 1 hour within that time we have to finish so many things like you cannot even think about what things we have to do right because as an outsider you won't know there are equipments there are a lot of things that we have to keep in mind yeah. right so it's not just you yeah we we deal with you means we treat you special but that but you will have to have to keep in mind there's just four of us and there's so many of you oh i don't know right people should understand a little more i apologize i gave him a bottle of water but you know this kind of behavior is not acceptable just because i am in my uniform and you know i cannot shout back at you that does not give you the right to you know just for a small little thing to uh to show your ego and uh, make a fuss out out of it we are not sitting there to polish your ego yeah i understand that you know he did not get a glass of water anybody would be angry you know that and and i did apologize for that but that does not mean that we will sit there and polish your ego i think if all the guys were given a list you would have more people in the reject list than people who are actually on board <laughs> that's what i feel like <laughs> You know, I mean, like there are a lot of good people, yeah. and we really enjoy flying with them. But you know, one or two uh, customers like this always end up turning on your flights, and they can make your day really hard. I mean, like this is unacceptable. Whatever we are doing, we are not there to serve you tea, coffee, water, juices, none of that. I mean, like if anything crops up on your flight, yeah. anything. it's us who you're going to run to you're not going to run to the captains you're not going to run to anyone else it's us who will save your lives and we will actually do that till our last exactly. breath so you cannot treat us like that i mean like let alone aviation let alone the life of a cabin crew how would you feel if tomorrow you go to your office and your boss shouts at you at every other thing and treats you badly no but it's not it's not a good thing for anyone right so yeah. i think people should start realizing that that you cannot do that to people this is not nice i if i had the power to do that like i would specifically mark down their names and spike spike up their flight fares every time they get they book a new flight like i would figure something like i would figure something out like from that point of view like itna baar tu bolega main 500 rupees zyada lega tere se i wish we could do the same and also another issue that i come across in cabin crew we face but we come across people too you know yeah yes, i'm a good people we really understand <laughs> we have never had you on our flight so. okay no need to flatter yourself from <laughs> yes yeah, so as i was saying another issue that i feel uh, which is very pressing in the life of a cabin crew is our social life is basically zero so we are flying with new people every other day we don't really get a chance to make friends or you know actually connect with them because you can't do that on a flight Let, let's get serious we have friends but they're not numerous so we are staying in a 
a different city we don't have weekend offs to connect with people we don't have even a proper schedule to you know go around hang out with people and we hardly meet the same faces every day so it's it gets really challenging and we would like really appreciate if people were a little bit more understanding towards us so your uh, like your friend circle like really gets a hit when you're like you're in this like field of work right yes i mean like you don't meet the same people every to some extent yes i agree with uh, the biggest challenges are like <clears throat> even if you're going through a huge turmoil in your personal life you cannot show that in your face and that is the thing that affects you the most suppressing your emotions you know you might have had a breakup at 12 at 12 or maybe at 1 o'clock at night and at 3 o'clock you have to go to the airport uh, put makeup in your face and smile at all those people it is not easy trust me it is not easy to suppress your emotions and still keep a smile in your face is not easy i'm not even talking about breakup you leave breakup if someone's relative has passed away someone's something has happened you know and then you have to go on board with a smile on your face that is the thing that kills you. yeah there there are days like when you are you know you've been suppressing it so much you take a break in the service and you just go in the lab and cry that's what people actually do that's what cabin crews actually do and you come back and you still have a smile on your face and you still look presentable and just like before people have no clue what you're going through in your life so this is to all the bad flyers out there please be respectable <laughs> be human and not be an asshole 90% of the time you can be an asshole when you go home and don't be an asshole when you go home either please Don't be an asshole. Period. Don't be an asshole. In your opinion, how do you think this outbreak is going to shape the future of the aviation industry? How long do you think the thing is returned to normalcy and we can avail flights like before? Starting with Shreya. This has definitely been, you know, a major blow to the aviation industry for all the airlines. You know, because uh, you see cost of fuel and the uh, you have no idea the amount of labor the amount of work goes behind one you know to fly just one particular flight there are so many people working behind it the catering guys the we ask the captains we are we are just in the forefront the the you know the atc i mean the crew control the uh, air traffic control then there's uh, the ground staff and then there's the ramp staff there's an army of people working behind just to fly one flight so like you can't even imagine the loss that the aviation industry is going through right now because they have to pay so many people the cost of fuel itself is is like you can't even imagine like uh, we like I, like i told you i have done flights with only 20 22 passengers you can't imagine the loss that the company has gone through right So it has been a major blow, and it and uh, it will take a lot of time for the aviation industry to recover from this. And uh, I don't think situation will be, you know, normal. Uh, I think it will take at least two three months for things to get back to normal. Like you, we have seen a lot of airlines have closed down. Yeah. You know, I I won't name them, but they have come and they have just disappeared like that. so people have no idea the amount of expenses and the the amount of uh, 
work yeah expenses that goes behind uh, you know yeah, an yeah. air uh, to fly a flight true so we are looking at an increase in the fare is what you're saying after this uh, or after the shit storm ends hmm, definitely definitely yeah. yes absolutely because uh, the loss is unthinkable that the aviation industry has faced Okay. Priyadarshini? Yeah, it was very correctly pointed out by Shreya. It is affecting the aviation industry, like not just a particular airline or a group of airlines, every airline right now. Uh, it's affecting them very badly. But uh, also keeping that in mind, um, like Ratan Tata once said on being asked at, by the experts that how does he predict is the economy is going to crash after this pandemic gets over so he said that yes people are on like people are expecting a huge crash but you cannot decide anything because he said that he doesn't know much about this experts but he what he definitely knows is this experts might have little knowledge about the value of human motivated and determined efforts you know like he said that after world yeah. war 2 experts said that japan would not even exist japan would be nowhere but in just 3 decades japan just sprang back oh yes uh, they made okay, yeah. uh, usa cry in the market so like you cannot you cannot predict anything like we know that we are going through such a hard time but you know i'm sure that we will all spring back with yen will work harder and things will come back to normal but it's going to take some time yes it's definitely going to take some time so it's like another you know at least 3 to 4 months before we can actually get back to normal see if, if there anything normal if there's anything called normal we could return to like before yes because this is a pandemic like nobody has ever seen like nobody living has ever seen something happening like this in their lifetime yeah, so yeah in this case yes yeah. it will it will take a toll on us but i'm sure we will spring back like this cannot be the determining factor we will we will come back absolutely i hope you guys come back as soon as possible to the 3 am flights you mean <laughs> yeah we hope to yeah sorry <laughs> to the 3 am flights you mean uh i mean usually takes the 3 am flights yeah he is the no, one takes the 3 am flights actually <laughs> actually i do <laughs> The saddest part is that when I have a flight at 3 a.m., I don't sleep because even if I try sleeping from 7 o'clock, yeah. you just can't sleep. So I end up sleeping for not yeah, sleeping for two clock three days. Yeah, the bio clock is just affected like that. The routine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So yes, as much as we complained it back then that oh my god, we're not getting sleep, we can't wake up. <laughs> uh, I guess we are dying to get back to that that schedule right now. <laughs> With that we come to an end of this episode. Thank you Shreya and Priyadarshini for coming on our podcast and letting our listeners know how challenging it is to work as a cabin crew member. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode and learned something new. Follow this space for weekly updates. Stay tuned for the next. Peace.